Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Well, morning, Erica. How are you? Good morning. I'm good, thank you. A little bit hay fevery, quite warm. It's all good. <laughs> Just a tad warm. <laughs> Isn't it? What a turnaround from last month. <laughs> God, you couldn't get any different, could you? No, not at all. It's, yeah. Not that we should be complaining, but no. I'm complaining. <laughs> it's a shock to the system, isn't it? Where it's so sudden, it's gone from like yeah. grey and rain almost like 24 hours a day for a couple of weeks to like someone's flipped a switch and turned the lights on. Oh, I know, I know. And I only have to be out in the sun for five minutes and then I just go red. So, uh, so I'm now indoors. But I do have the back door open. So if you hear any little tweety birds, that's why. so so have you been busy this month then my god I have been really busy (laughs) everything's opened up again isn't it so I know it's so nice so there's a little micro pub that opened up over the road and they've started doing lunches oh (laughs) I'll be up then (laughs) (laughs) it's not a fancy lunch it's like sandwiches and crisps that's all right I don't mind so I met one of my friends there my sugarcraft friends there who I haven't seen for ages and we had a little catch-up so that was nice oh nice um Gone back to my dance classes. That took a bit of getting used to, I'm telling you. (laughs) Really? All my strength and my stamina has basically gone. It's like starting again. Well, it's not just that. It's that whereas before I could quite happily do it and then come home and like do loads of stuff or just be up and out and about the next day, I would just be like exhausted the next day. (laughs) It's taken a bit of getting used to, but I'll get there. Oh, it's nice though. Yeah, it's really nice. I've done some ganache. Oops. No, it's all right. It's me, me and my drink. Okay. <laughs> Is it still in the cup? Uh, currently, yes. Good, good. I've done a bit of ganache and I tried the same stuff that I bought before. Yeah. I decided I was going to bake a cake because I didn't really want to put it on a dummy and then have to strip it all back. Yeah. And I wanted it to feel like a real cake. So I just baked a little six inch cake and ganached that. That was before it got really hot, thank God. And that worked fine. I found my ganaching plates. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to use these. You put a little thing on Insta, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. It's getting there. I didn't get it completely smooth, but it crusted this time, which is Oh, that's progress. good. Progress, very much It's so. progress. Yeah. yeah. I think you should make it next time. I've still got quite a lot in the fridge. <laughs> oh, how, about, yeah. how big a container was it? Well, I bought two containers. I bought a white and a dark because I wasn't sure which I wanted to use. Yeah. I ended up using the dark, but both of the containers arrived cracked. And the oh. white, it had cracked and actually bits had gone into the chocolate. Ugh. But the dark had cracked and bits hadn't gone in. Right. So I got sent two more tubs. <laughs> I used the new chocolate one for my yeah. one that I sold. And I used one of the broken chocolate ones on my one the other day. Because it's right. only for me. And I yeah. could see there was nothing in it. Yeah. So I've still got two tubs of white in the fridge. <laughs> Plus quite a bit of dark still as well, which potentially one end of it has a bit of plastic in. <laughs> it's a good job you've gone back to breaking, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I thought there's no point throwing it away. I might as well keep it to practice with. Totally. Our fridge is just full of ganache and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. I've also been working on a new demo. Ooh. Some wafer paper geometric shape. I think I'm going to be doing that for my sugar craft group sometime this year when we start meeting again. Excellent. I've booked the Cake Professionals Conference. I'm doing that. Yeah, well done. And I've bought an Archon mount because I watched the Sugarcraft Guild Dive Demos and they had some really great demos on there. They had Vicky Tether from Yellow Bee doing modelling. She was excellent. And I yeah. watched Dawn from Dinky Doodle do her cake carving and she was fantastic. And it was Dawn's oh, demo okay. that convinced me I need an Archon mount because she had these three camera angles and they were so easy to switch between and so clear and nothing moves. Yeah. Because you can get a proper overhead view, whereas what I've got at the minute, I get a bit of legs because it's um, not my legs, oh, okay. like tripod legs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got my leg up on the table, you see, to hold it in place. <laughs> That's what makes your demo so interesting, Erica. <laughs> All the angles. Um, no, I've got, I've got a selfie stick that's got a tripod, so it doesn't really bend over. If you don't oh, get okay. overhang, so you still get a bit of leg or a bit of side you don't really get a complete overhead view yep yep decided to invest in that yeah i i have found i've got two two stands but they are a godsend really mm. um when i was recording and doing my classes because i can just flip from one to the other without having to move stuff yes Exactly. So this one's got a bit that holds your phone at the top and everything's on a swivel. So it can go literally any angle. It's all like ball and socket type joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got an iPad stand at the front. So you've got your side view and then you can have your computer for your face. So you can easily have three different views on three different devices without having to move anything. Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? Mm, Yeah. Really like it. What have you done? Oh, gosh. Well, suddenly I feel like um, a new person and I'm going out. And so, so I've written, I've written this list. And I'm like, oh, crikey, I can't talk all about all of this. Read it off really quick. Yeah, I like you. Met a friend, a cakey friend, um, at a pub. Oh, that was a novelty. Not been yeah. to well, no, actually, it's, it's a lie. I have been to a pub, but it was outside. But we were yeah. allowed inside this time. Mm. Uh, which is all good, except I really feel for everybody that works in the pubs because it's table service. And if you're trying to get their attention, it's yeah. really hard. Yeah. So we did spend a long time trying to uh, trying to pay so we could leave. <laughs> uh, I've been to a local primary school to have a look at their classrooms with a view to oh. hiring them in September uh, for classes. Yeah. I really, really like them, but I have kind of said to them, have they got a hoover that I can use oh, afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> because my fear they've got they've got a hole that I could use, or part hmm. of a hole, which they can shut off, which is fine. But if they then hire out the rest for like aerobics or something, it could be really noisy. Yeah. But the floor I like. Uh, okay. however the classroom is just perfect yeah and it, because it's a brand new primary school it's just everything it's just lovely and new and yeah, yeah with a disabled lift and everything so excellent uh so yeah so all I've got to do is now design the classes okay uh, another job to be done um I've been making a dummy cake for a photo shoot this Sunday mm-hmm 
with a theme of uh, alpaca wedding, obviously. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I think where we're going, um, there's going to be alpacas on site. So, yeah, yeah I might not actually leave. <laughs> <laughs> the photographer who's organised it uh, sent me just images of of how she sees you know kind of design brief type thing oh that's good so uh so I've kind of I've gone with the pom-poms so I've made quite a lot of uh brightly colored pom-poms mm. uh to this one two three four tiered cake it is oh she sent me a message saying oh how's it going I said oh oh it's going great I've been making pom-poms she said have you that's fantastic I didn't realize you did that I sent her back one saying you, you think I've been making them out of wool, don't you? <laughs> no, I've been making them out of icing. <laughs> so, but then she gave me the idea. I thought, oh, do you know what? I could make wool pom-poms to go around the stand, which I oh. now have. Um, but I'm struggling to work out the best way to attach them to the stand. I've tried tape and it comes off. I've just sent you a photo of what it's like. So, yeah, <laughs> so they go all the way around. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> Thanks. I imagined them wrapping like like on a sort of diagonal spiral, but it's not. They're hanging from the bottom of the, the stand. From like the stand. Yeah. Yes. Okay, they're, they're really nice. Um, thanks. I, I have to confess that I did have a lot of teenage help <laughs> <laughs> doing them. Uh, but uh, yeah, on, on the photo that I've done, they're all stuck on with um, sellotape currently. Are they blue tack maybe? But they all fell down. Blue gun. Yeah. See, I don't want to. I don't want to damage the stand. Test a bit underneath. But from my experience, glue gun glue picks off in one big lump. It doesn't go into the surface. It sticks on top of it. Okay. I'll have a go later because currently someone suggested if I wire them together, which mm. I have now fed wire through them all, and I thought, oh, I could just go over the top so they're kind of around the the very edge but that's yeah. not really working. No. So I'm going to unwire them now. Okay. <laughs> so I've had lo- I've had lots of fun making lots of pom-poms. So I've got until Sunday to sort that out. Yeah. Um I've also Oh gosh, I can't even remember what we talked about last month, but I'm I designed a, a succulent class which we may well have chatted about. But I don't think I was, we did, but I've seen your pictures since did then. Did we not? So, so I made so I made a box with succulents in. Mm. Um, fingers crossed, the class starts on the twenty first of June. Okay, but I was slightly obsessed with trying to uh, then make a wedding cake with succulents. <laughs> it, it was a kind of you know, so you can make this box, but once you've learnt skills, you could transfer them to a cake. Yeah, yeah, type thing. Um, and yeah. I re- I loved making it. I really really loved making it. It's great to reuse dummies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so whatever I've got lying around. That's why I ended up with a square in the middle with a bit cut out of it. And you know what? I used the fractal. You know the the skin tone colours. Oh yeah, that we t- tried out many moons ago. Yes. Uh, well, I used the clay colour. Ah, oh, excellent. And I that really, really like color. it. It's a really nice colour. Yeah. Yeah. I did wonder, actually, when I saw your cake, I wonder what colour she's used, because that's a really good terracotta colour. It's like it is, spot isn't on. it? Yeah. Yeah. I did it, and then I dusted over the top, round all the cracks and everything. Yeah. 
uh, with a few colours just to give it some interest. But yeah, fractal clay. But I don't, I don't know whether they've actually bought them out yet because I've still not seen them. No. So, um, so yeah, we'll still have to wait and see. But mm. um, I love it. Yeah. I think it's a really good colour. Um, oh, I met another, I met another friend for a gin night. Lovely. <laughs> I'm really going to town <laughs> now. Um, had I been to Barnsley last time? Don't think so. I've spoken to you. Oh, so, so I had to go to Barnsley uh, to take my son to play football. Mm. Thankfully, they won. Good. Two won. <laughs> Few, but I've now got to take him to Southampton. But it does cause me some problems because it's only on the 14th of June, same day oh. as the Cake Professionals Conference. So kickoff's at 10.30. So I'm yeah. hoping that I will be driving home with the computer tethered to my phone. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's going to have to listen to the conference. That's his yeah. penance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I went out for a meal last night. Yeah. Which was, oh, my life, so nice. It's the first meal that I've been out to for very very long time so my brother has decided to come down to visit my parents so we all went out for a meal to a place called the glass house which is oh i've seen bexley heath it looked nice i know oh it's very nice and i got really excited and i bought um karen davis's macrame mold as well have you I have yes and i'm so i was so desperate to try and fit it onto this um llama cake and every which way I added it I couldn't get it to work it just wouldn't work with with how I envisage it I think it'd work with the succulents cake much better because it's a similar tone the the colors for yes would work better with succulents and they would with well now I've taken nice photos of it I I might add to it Mm. Yeah, that was one of the things that I was contemplating. I didn't realise how much I'd done until I'd just gone through my diary and I was like, oh, wow. Quite a lot. No wonder you're tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Karen Davis moulds. Shall we move on to uh, the new stuff then? Let's. <laughs> yeah, Karen Davis has brought out some lovely, lovely new moulds. Um, she has, in fact, actually done a fringe mould, which could complement the macrame one really well. So she's got two. Oh, the the fringe mold is seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, and she's also got a spear palm mold as well, which is twenty ninety nine. I think the palm one looks excellent. Yeah, I do as well. It's exactly like the dried flowers that you can buy, but obviously there's no issues with it being yeah food safe because it's made from sugar paste or from flour paste completely so the so the fringe mold is literally it's just one long uh fringe but i don't know whether i'd want to go all the way around with a with a fringe personally no they've done it as like a little lion's mane as well haven't they but i think it's probably it's not so much one i would use whereas i think the palm spear one i might yeah do you know what i tried making a palm spear out of okay. <laughs> Paper. Cakes, no, out of icing. So cakes okay. by Linz, L-Y-N-Z. Yeah. She does lots of YouTube tutorials. And one of them, she's got a spear palm. And I wanted to have a go. And it's, 
I'm kind of thinking that I didn't have enough uh, or I did, I wasn't using the right paste. I was, I was using Saracino and I think actually it might need something a bit stiffer to work with. Do you know, you've just given me an idea because I was doing all my geometric wafer paper. I could do a palm spear. You could do. In, out of wafer paper. Yes. Yes. That would be nice. Hmm. Um, and quite easy. Yeah. Well, yes, they are. Um, but I do think that the uh, the mould would be so much quicker. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Um, and it does look really effective as well. They're both 21 centimetres by 12 centimetres. Are they? Yes, they're both the same size, but the, the palm mould has got two different size palms. Yeah. <laughs> My tap's just running. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you splashing about yeah. in the bath <laughs> <laughs> yeah not at all <laughs> um so yeah I, I i think that that would look really nice to decorate the top of a cake or the front of a cake yeah i think it's the fact that you can match it to any cake design yeah. color wise couldn't you and so it gives you and it gives you a good them. background uh to your flowers you yeah. know if you've got small flowers but you want a bit of height and a bit of extra interest. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. I like the um, spear palm mould. Mm. So, yeah, so that's twenty ninety nine, and the fringe mould is seventeen ninety nine. And I think if, you, if you're going to do a fringe all the way around, then it's probably the quickest way of doing it. Although yeah, there are alternatives. So. so moving on to um, the cake decorating company and um, mm. Moorish wafer paper sprays. And I, I was thinking, you know, your, your spear palm and you might need some Moorish <laughs> spray. <laughs> so, which, which Moorish spray might I want, Sam? So I've got to explain here. I'm going to try and do this without laughing, but it's not going to work. Um, so Moorish seems to be a new company. And I think uh, Moorish Cakes, they're called. And I think that the cake decorating company have got exclusivity over their products at the moment. Uh, They're specifically for wafer paper. Now, they have a variety of sprays. (laughs) Um, They've got one. (laughs) I can't even do it without laughing. (laughs) They've got one here called More Moist (laughs) Wafer Paper Spray, which is 75 Mm. mils. (laughs) <laughs> and it's 14.99 so i think that's quite expensive yeah for 75 mils more mice has been developed by monica cavallero letting you revitalize your wafer paper the more moist more moist spray will allow you to bend fold and manipulate your wafer paper in ways that you are not that are not possible with straight up sheets from the pack this moisturizer spray is great for producing wafer paper ruffles, ribbon roses, origami, and hand curling petal and leaf edges. The liquid is completely clear, so it's great for dividing into empty spray bottles and adding colors and petal dust. I, I like that idea. So then we move on to the More Curl wafer paper spray. Gives your wafer paper petals authentic looking curls on the edges without the tedious and time consuming work hand forming or using tools to get them just right. Okay. That's also $14.99 for 75 mils. Then we move on to more hard. 
Which yes. <laughs> which is the superior Tylos, apparently. Uh, oh. It's 30 grams for 4.99. This superior Tylos powder is a concentrate CMC and ultra fine for faster development. Oh, I thought you was going to be a spray. So did I originally. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's basically CMC yeah. or Tylos, whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure I need more hard. <laughs> <laughs> not sure you do. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick with the more moist. <laughs> so <laughs> there's also the more pointy precision tool. Once you've been using okay. all of your uh, more more of everything else. Ideal for placing and picking up petals to avoid damage them with fingers or nails. Uh, good for etching into ice malt. So it's a tiny, pointy tool. One well, very pointy, actually. You could do some damage with that. Is it like a scriber? It, it is a bit, yes. But the other end has got like a, a loop on it. Oh, okay. Oh, that could be quite good for picking stuff up, the loop, actually, because you could slide it underneath things and it would give a bit more support. Yeah, than I guess that's what... Something that's going to stick to it completely. But that's not something that you couldn't do yourself with a bit of wire, really, is it? If you want to make a loop. No, so, mm, okay, jury's a bit out on that one. But yeah. then she has also more texture professional palette knife set. Is that just palette knives? Oh, they're just palette knives that you can pick up from the art shop, really. Okay, um, fair enough. Uh, but they are twenty four ninety nine. I suppose they're in a container. I, I'm not sure... I've only ever picked up one. I've got one palette knife that's quite similar. I think the art shop palette knives are usually looking at about a five or a knife. Right. So five, ten, fifteen. Oh, that's probably about some same price, really. Yeah, you, it's probably about the going rate. Yeah, but you have to buy the set. So if you just want it, if you didn't need all of them, just go and pick up the ones you want yeah. from an art shop. Yeah. But yes, I mean, there's cool. a variety of sizes and shapes, and if you're going to do maybe. Um, uh, painting or you know with um, royal icing or buttercream or something then maybe it's worth it yeah gives you a bit of variety yes yes so so they look quite good what have you got erica evil cake genius have got some wafer paper overlays oh. um they've also got wafer paper vintage butterflies and tropical leaves and flowers so the the butterflies and tropical leaves and flowers are pre-cut pre-printed i don't know what they're called um no <laughs> Like the cheese plant leaves, those ones, uh, cheese plants. Um, Palmeria, frangipani flowers and leaves is what it says. Okay, there we go. It's got basically big leaves made out of wave paper, little butterflies of different colours and designs made out of wave paper. Um, they've also got gold filigree overlays. So these are sheets of wave paper that are the depth of a tier of cake with filigree designs cut out of them. I would say they look a bit like the, what's the stuff you put on the mats that you spread out? Cake lace. They look oh, a bit yes. like cake lace. Mm-hmm. But you obviously buy it pre-coloured and pre-cut. Yeah. So you just need to wrap it around your cake. Um, there's a few different designs. They start from ten ninety nine. There's a rose. They're all gold or rose gold. Yeah. Um, there's roses. There's some sort of punched out. It says gold confetti, but I don't think it looks like confetti. It reminds me of a bit more of a 1930s tile type pattern. Yes. There's some gold leaf designs. There's filigree and there's garden flowers, which looks like daisies, basically. Some of them look a bit clunky. Some of them look quite nice. Um, But I think, again, it's what you do with it 
as to whether they're going to look cheap or whether they're going to look rather lovely. Yeah, I wonder how it cuts. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, if you've got a cake like that and then you cut through, will it cut down or is it going to all peel away? I think it's going to break. Yeah. I don't think it's cut cleanly because it's going to go a bit soft from the icing, I think. Yeah. Um, The other thing, which I think is amazing, is... Avalon Yarns and her Cake and Cookie Planner, which is a essentially a diary, file effects type thing for cake decorators. They've brought out a set of stamps and brushes that go with the Procreate program. So this is digital stamps and digital brushes that go with Procreate, which is a design tool that you can use. Most people use it on your iPad because it's an app. It's a very quick design tool. So they've got... I think it's 16 different individual elements you can buy. So you don't have to buy everything. You can buy the bits you want to use or you can buy some of them as a bundle. So they start from $5, which is for the cake slices. It's basically for creating very professional looking quotes quite quickly. The most expensive ones are the bundles. Um, There's a tiers and slices bundle for $32, which gets you the cake slices, the round tiers, which would be $15 normally, the square tiers, which would normally be $15, the hexagon tiers, which would normally be $15. There's also flowers and foliage, which I think looks really cool. So it's literally, there's videos on Instagram and their website. Mm -hmm. But when you get your finger, your pen to draw, you draw a line and it draws a leaf, the length that you've chosen, or it draws a little sprig of Mm -hmm. whatever foliage you chose, you know, the length you've drawn. It's really quick to get a design out. There's all sorts of things. There's metallics and glitter. There's like wood textures. There's marbling. There's piped icing. There's toppers, dried blooms, sprinkles, ruffles, wafer paper, sequins, stripes. So whatever you want to design is basically non-character cakes. This is probably aimed at the wedding industry, to be honest. But I think it looks really, really professional. And I think it's really good for planning out where you're going to put things and trying things in different sizes. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, I think they look fantastic. And it is something that I don't think anyone else has done. I haven't seen this anywhere. No, no. I need to explore this much more. Mm. There's so much stuff on her site. Well, I think it's the kind of thing that actually you probably shouldn't buy it until you have to quote for it. Yeah. Someone goes, oh, can you quote me for a wedding cake? And when you come to draw my sketches, then you buy the elements that you want to do your design with yeah i mean rather than just go oh just gonna have everything and then buy stuff you're never going to use oh absolutely completely but i think it is i think it will really help actually yeah i think it looks really really professional and i think it's really great for all the people who cannot visualize stuff that they have never seen before yes i mean i did show you my quality sketch you did they're about as good as mine (laughs) (laughs) It's like the drawings of a primary school child. <laughs> Every time I draw something for somebody, I have to apologize before I even start. I know what's in my head. Yeah. And I know how it's going to turn out. But to then translate all that onto paper. Yeah. Is just, it doesn't work for me. But I think it'd be really good for communicating things like if someone wants a topper that's too small for a cake or if someone wants tears that the proportions aren't going to look right or they want a certain amount of flowers that you think is just going to overwhelm, you can show that really easily. Yes. Yep. Totally. So, yeah. I do. I do like this a lot. I'm going to explore her pages Mm. and uh, just to see what she's got 
and kind of starting points really yeah and also they do say that once you buy a bundle if they update that bundle or anything further is released on it then you get the updates for free so I think they said particularly their flower and foliage bundle there's an update coming imminently at which point the price will go up so if you've bought it before then you'll get all the updates for free basically oh that's good Mm. cool yeah fantastic and that is everything (laughs) and that is phew (laughs) so should we move on to our topic yeah so today's topic we're going to talk about when cake goes wrong um have you had many of those uh problems erica of course not how dare you (laughs) (laughs) i'm a professional (laughs) not even once well I, i have obviously um it's not so much gone wrong as I've just been stupid most of the time, to be honest. It's um, user error rather than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I've baked cakes in the wrong flavour before and only realised after I've covered them. So I've then had to oh. <laughs> go shopping and redo the entire tier, um, which has obviously taken up an entire day doing nothing yeah. in particular and be like what the hell do I do with this massive 10 inch tear that's just <laughs> meant to be chocolate and clear. yeah I'd bake I'd baked it in like a normal vanilla sponge and it was meant to be chocolate which is probably <laughs> about the only flavor that you couldn't convert it to by using some kind of sugar syrup no, so right. <laughs> it's like I, I have to rebake this I can't get away with it so um that went in the freezer and then went to work um work I were ha- happy they were, they were. It was a massive amount of cake. They're like, oh, what was this for? It's like, I baked the wrong bloody flavour. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and of course it happens when you haven't got the time to fix it. It was one of those ones where I'd squeezed it in and then ended up having to rebake it and get up out of bed to turn the oven off and take oh. the cake out because oh, I just no. didn't have time to do it otherwise. Um what else have I done? A lot of the time, it's me getting confused about my oven settings. So <laughs> I am a bit dyslexic and I really struggle not so much with words, yeah, but I struggle with numbers and time and that sort of thing and left and right. And okay. I just don't understand what well, I do understand, but I forget every single time what the pictures mean on our oven. Oh, crikey, yeah. On the dial. And we've got a double oven and it's the top one that I don't understand because it's got grill on it as well. And I get mixed up about which one is just grill and which one is grill and fan oven. Oh, okay. And which one's just fan oven. Because to me, I should just want the fan, but apparently I don't just want the fan on that because that means there's not really any heat. Oh. It's just blowing air around. (laughs) So I've put cakes in before and just turned the fan on and wondered why nothing really happened. I... I've put them in before and just turned the grill on and wondered why they haven't baked properly. <laughs> put yeah. a bit of cheese on the top. <laughs> I mean, the reason why I haven't used the bottom oven is because it's being used for dinner. So, yeah. it's, you know, it's not that I haven't got the choice. Yeah, I've done things like that repeatedly and regularly. It's just one of those things that I just don't understand. Like I would need to write it down and refer to it every single time. But I think that's a, when you're using an oven for cake specifically and it's yeah. it's your household oven then actually you don't always remember 
how to use it. I've got the same problem with my oven and I have to say, I don't use my second oven very often because like you, it's got a grill at the top. Yeah. And I get really confused. I'm really, really upset because my, um, my my lovely slide and glide neff ovens are still in my garage (laughs) awaiting that room that one day i will get (laughs) my ovens back in there oh sam (laughs) but yeah i i kind of i feel your pain i have i've I've baked cakes before and forgotten to put like the the flavoring it like the vanilla in yeah and stuff uh, which actually isn't that bad because, you know, you can kind of put a syrup over yeah, the top yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Or or I've mixed it up. Oh, I did this once. <laughs> I mixed it all up. Mm. Um, put it in the oven. I thought, oh, there's something, there's something not right. There's something not right. And I'd forgotten to put the eggs in. <laughs> <laughs> but I took it out of, yeah, I took it out of the oven. I mixed the eggs in and shoved it back in. <laughs> it worked. Oh, really? You got it in time. It worked. Yes. I've had it before where I've started mixing everything together. So I've put everything in the bowl. The eggs have gone in last. They've been in the fridge and yeah. stupidly, they've been in the fridge until I've needed to use oh, them. Oh, yeah. And then, as we've said before, people use your cake stuff between you buying it, despite it being on a separate oh. shelf. So as yes. I started putting the eggs in, I realized that there were only like three or four of them. I needed sort of seven. Oh. And I went over the road. Yeah. And the eggs. So I then had to walk down to the high street and get eggs. So by the time I come back, everything had been in the bowl for like about 40 minutes. And then it went in the oven. And because everything had sat there and kind of like congealed a bit before it was mixed, it didn't work for me. So then I had to rebuy it all oh, the no. and make it. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can look back and laugh, but at the time you've got steam yeah. coming out of your ears. Yeah. I just, I waste a lot of money rebaking things because of like... Kind of stupid mistakes because it's stuff that you really should check before you start, isn't it? But it's more the baking that goes wrong than the decorating for me. Yeah, but you kind of, you get up with it, yeah. don't you? You get up in the morning, you're, you've got your day planned and you expect all your ingredients to be there. Yes. <laughs> it's a bit like I was making some marshmallow yesterday and I went to make some elderflower mm. marshmallow and the really, really nice, expensive uh, elderflower cordial that I use there's a dribble in the bottom (laughs) (laughs) but anyway enough of (laughs) enough of people yeah I've had a car cake that went very wrong oh well it got right in the end but I hated it by that point so it was quite early on in my cake making and it was for Matt's uncle I think his 50th or 60th something like that and it was a sports car yeah and I hadn't made a car before but I knew how I was going to do it and I'd you know got all the blueprints to carve from and everything and it's the first time I'd done that much carving and I carved this cake and I just could not get the roof to be at the right angle it just wasn't right and it looked a bit flat and I thought oh well I'll just put the paste on because maybe that will build it up a bit because you'll get a bit of thickness from the sugar paste and and I'd put it all together and I spent probably about like eight hours on this wretched cake oh. and I didn't like it I said to Matt is that all right and normally when I asked him and I go is that all right he go yeah it's fine he looks at you he went no it looks nothing like it <laughs> <laughs> oh. shut your confidence down I was like, 
what do I need to change? It's like, well, the windscreen's at the wrong angle and the roof's all wrong. You need to take that bit off. You need to take that bit off. And that bit needs redoing. And that bit needs redoing. And the bumper's the wrong, like, the bonnet's the wrong shape. So I had to peel back all the paste and then get my cake crumbs that I'd sort of saved just in case and make cake pop mix out of them and build it all back out again. But by this point, most of the crumbs were crust, so they were like super... (laughs) <laughs> super yeah. stiff so there's plenty of buttercream in with that and um build it <laughs> back out again into the shape that it should be and like literally not waste anything that I cut off and just kind of remix it back in and stick it back on again eventually it got there but only after like two or three goes of going it is all right well it's getting there <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think I think we all probably go through that stage when we start out Back in the day, hmm. I couldn't do any like proper figure modeling. Yeah. I'd, I was just kind of winging it. And um, I think I did uh, Bob the Builder for my son. And they were kind of flat. You know, I just stuck them flat on the board either side of the yeah. cake. And when you look back now and you go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good job my son was only about two <laughs> your standards have changed <laughs> marginally <laughs> or I just wouldn't actually do Bob the Builder yeah that's true <laughs> yeah I had problems with the um, ganache that I did last time didn't I on my last cake oh, yeah. and I, I still don't really know why that never set but it never set because mm. it was a point where I couldn't really take the ganache off because what would I then have put back on it do you know what I mean yeah um I'd put the ganache on the cake and it was hot like it it really was hot it was probably about nearly 30 degrees that day yeah it's so hard to work in those temperatures and like my house does get hot downstairs so it would have been around that temperature inside but I put the cake in the fridge for half an hour and when it yeah. came out, it was exactly the same as when it went in and the fridge was cold. Like it just That's really it odd. literally never crusted ever. It was like, you know, when you microwave chocolate yeah, and, and it's in the, like you've broken up a chocolate bar and it's in the little squares yeah, and it's melted, but it's still got that exact same shape. It was like that. Yes. It was exactly That's like that. Really it was odd. like, it was in the shape that I'd put it in and it looked solid and you touched it and it was liquid. That's just, yeah, that's... But you, you, did you buy that ganache in? I did. So I just wonder whether there's something... I have since used more of it and it was fine. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that was really difficult because that changed then how I tried to cover the cake because there was yes. no way anything could have gone over the top because it would have just squashed it all down. So I had to do the sides first and separately and do yeah. it without really putting any pressure on the cake because what was underneath wasn't solid at all. Yeah. Do you know what? I've got to give cake makers one thing. We're blooming resilient. (laughs) (laughs) Resourceful. Good at problem solving. (laughs) We do long, long days, late nights, (laughs) just to get these cakes looking perfect. And the challenges that we go through sometimes. Yeah. And no one cares. (laughs) No. At the end of the day, yeah, you spend hours and hours doing these cakes. Oh, no, just take them away, cut them up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! I've stopped um, 
covering cakes that other people have baked as well now. So I did oh. I did do some for some of my friends before and it was a christening cake for one of my friends who's ordered loads from me and she really wanted to bake it because it was for her grandson. So I was like, okay, well, you bake it and then I'll cover it. Just tell me what size tins you're using. She's like, I don't know what size tins I'm using. I've just got two tins. I was like, okay. Well, roughly, roughly how big are they? <laughs> and we, we guessed that they were, it was probably about a six inch and an eight inch. And uh, I was yeah. like, okay, how deep are the tins? And she showed me, it's like, okay, that's fine. So if you could do them about that depth. Well, these cakes turned up and they're about an inch thick. I was like, uh, oh. <laughs> the picture of what we're going to make, we're talking like tiers that needed to be about four inches because it had stuff on the sides. So I was like, <laughs> This is going to be quite difficult to make it look like that. So what I might do is I might put these two in the same tier and cut around the bigger one to make it smaller and then bake you a bigger bottom tier. Is that all right? <laughs> she was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So um, I put the two together in the top tier and it was still really short and then built it up with, I think I had, I glued two cake drums together oh, and then put the cake yeah. on top of the cake drums and then iced the lot. <laughs> The top tier is mostly cake drum, but it looks nice. <laughs> yeah, I I can see I can see your problem. <laughs> yeah, so it's more the fact that what people think they're going to make and what they actually make are miles apart, yeah. and yeah, it's just the time yeah. you spend trying to fix things. You may as well have just baked it and not spent all this time yeah. trying to source things because trying to find boards that are the same size as someone's cake tin, which is probably like thirty years old and not even any yes. particular size. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of used to have like half inches, didn't they, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, um, I did that once for one lady. She was an elderly lady and she really wanted to make, uh, or she'd made a fruitcake, mm. but she couldn't decorate it. So I relented. Yeah, this was, this was back in the day before I was wiser. Yeah. Um, and I bought her fruitcake home which looked absolutely fine until I started to marzipan it and realized that one of the sides, I don't know what she'd done when she lined the tin, mm. it couldn't have been straight. So it was at an angle. Oh. So it had <laughs> baked <laughs> an angle. So I then had to build it up with marzipan. Oh, do you know what it probably is? It's probably one of those loose bottom tins and the bottom's not been in it properly. Oh, could have been. So it's been at an angle that way. Yep, could have been. Who who knows? <laughs> I just got this cake, but it actually took so long just to square up the edges and stuff. Yeah. By the time I'd finished it, I was like, well, I'm earning nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might as well have done this myself and just pretended it yeah. was her cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think that was the first and last time I did someone else's cake. Yeah. Um, I have tried to rectify various supermarket cakes for people okay tell me more um yeah <laughs> well when i had the shop i did i had various people come in and and it was usually people that i'd turned down to make a cake because i was already fully booked <laughs> so they'd go and <laughs> it just makes you laugh uh so they went to the supermarket or they ordered i remember specifically one lady ordered a cake from Waitrose mm. and it was delivered to her. She's paid a reasonable amount for this cake. Yeah. And she was expecting it to turn out okay. Um, and <laughs> she then brought it in going, can you do anything with this cake? 
It's like, uh, but I'm already doing a cake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then I ended up trying to rectify this cake as well. I should think, oh, why didn't I just take on another order? Yeah. Because I'm a glutton for not saying no because someone's celebration is going to look pants because they've got a cake that <laughs> and, and you know, it's usually the lack of attention to um like the cake being put on the board mm. i mean they don't ice their boards no they just plonk the cake on and it's usually at an angle particularly you know obviously you notice it a lot more if it's a square it's like a round one you can probably get away with a bit if you just turn yeah they just they just don't put them central no but squares they just slap them on and they don't finish the edges very well so you get marks up the side of the cake so i've yeah. had to take ribbons off and we've had to use wider ribbons to try and cover areas yeah and, you know, when you get dents in the top, it, sometimes, you know, I think for for what people actually pay for cakes from from the supermarket, you know, such as, you know, if you're going to decide that you're going to buy your wedding cake from a supermarket. Yeah. Um, those kind of cakes, you expect a certain level of covering. Yeah. And but standard. I also think for them, I do feel sorry for people that buy them because the supermarkets that sell wedding cakes are the very upmarket supermarkets where if yes. you were doing a weekly shop, most people could not afford to do a weekly shop there. Yep. Their food is advertised as good quality. It's known for being more expensive. It's known for being more sort of luxury. And yeah. you would expect their wedding cakes to be of a similar nature and they're really not. No. Usually they come away kind of quite disappointed with the depth of the cake, but you're not going to get a deep cake from a supermarket when you're paying a certain price. No. So, um, yeah, it's quite, it can be quite challenging sometimes, but nothing compared to the cake that I pinged you over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So when I actually, I technically lied when I said I wouldn't cover someone else's cake. So the story behind this cake that I had come into the shop and the lady was at the door before I got there. Oh God. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was delivered to her and she was supposed to put, uh, decorate it with artificial flowers. Mm. And the, the bride was a friend of hers. And so she was then going to take it onto the venue. Yeah. Which was local to us. And she walked in with it and she was shaking, physically shaking. She said, I've got this cake and it's, I don't think it's at the right angle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She goes, the wedding's tomorrow. I am supposed to be decorating it uh, with flowers and I just don't know what to do. What do you do? It's someone's wedding day. Yeah. The day, you know, and the person that made this cake seemed to have disappeared off the face of the earth. Mm. And she was left with it. So she bought it in and, well, <laughs> you know, when you open a box and go, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did they do that? So it was three tiers. I think there was a, one was supposed to be fruit cake, one was supposed to be chocolate cake and one was vanilla. Mm. And they were all starting to crack and bulge at the sides and it was a, a terrible angle. So uh, I said, well, the only thing I can do is strip it back and have a look to see what it's like. Because it was you, you couldn't do anything by looking at it. You, you know, it was sinking. Yeah, but, yeah. So I stripped this cake back 
and chucking photos at every stage because I thought I'm not going to be held responsible for anything yeah. to do with this cake. And I think you can see there's one picture where the pillars were way shorter than the cake. Yes. Cut at a random angle. It, it's almost as though they'd found them yeah. lying around yeah. or something or they'd come out of another cake. They look like they're about an inch shorter than the cake and they're not cut yeah. straight. And she must have known that because on the second, on another tier, um, she'd actually tried to build the cake up by sticking a slab of icing yeah. underneath. So it was obviously already going. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can just see by the, the decoration. I don't know who it was done by, but it wasn't done by a cake decorator. No. I took the cakes apart. And I, I rang this woman and said, look, what do you want me to do? And she goes, look, can you just try and recover them? <laughs> try and recover them. You know, <laughs> your heart sinks. Yeah. So anyway, I think I stayed until about nine o'clock oh. uh, that night. Anyway, I got them to a reasonable state. But the, yeah, the top one was the fruit cake, which, which as you can see, it cracks all the way across the top. Mm. And the top, so the way they've put it down... The bottom of the fruitcake that would touch the board is about an inch shorter than the top of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and the chocolate cake was pretty much <laughs> nondescript. Yeah. So I knew I knew it was on to a bad one. Um, <laughs> I've got a picture of the board that was underneath. Well, I had to replace all the boards and oh, everything. Yeah. But actually, if you look at the board, there's green paste on it and there's no green on the cake at all. So this was not a cake done in any way clean. No. This is what this is what kind of really bugs me. It was a used board. Yeah. You can't ever use a used board on a cake. But anyway, this woman was insistent. Please just do what you can. So I did what I could. Recovered it. In fact, actually, I just realised in one of the photos you can see outside the window and it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> recovered it by night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I recovered these cakes and I got them standing and they were fine and it was left overnight in the shop. And then she came to collect it and took it up to the venue and she rang me at the back. She goes, it's no good. It, they're not going to hold. They're not going to hold. <laughs> and I was like, well, oh, I could have told you that, but you were really insistent on me kind of covering them. Yeah. So I actually came back with them. This is like two hours now before oh. the wedding. So I had to then ring up the lady that used to work for me on a Saturday. I said, are you doing anything? She said, no, she's all right. I said, right, can you come in now? I need you for two hours and we covered three dummy cakes and did it and she uh, she gave me the flowers and we put the flowers on and we delivered it to the venue because she was supposed to be obviously at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah, so we managed to get a dummy cake up at the up at the venue. The photographer was quietly informed not to let them cut the cake just to pose with it yeah um and the actual cake went out straight out into the kitchen straight to the kitchen yeah, yeah and was served and I don't know what happened since I did ask uh whether you know they managed to get their money back from this cake mm. uh, but I don't know what happened uh, which is a shame really because of all the work that I ended up putting it in I mean the poor poor lady that did it she may as well have just bought them a three-tier cake yeah uh, for a wedding present, yeah. Because she spent so much 
And she was she was adamant that she really didn't want to upset the bride. And it was lovely of her. You know, she didn't want to yeah. upset her on her wedding day. And she said she'll tell her after. But I'm I'm not sure what happened. But Aww. I like to keep these photos of this cake just to remind me. Yeah. But I think what you've done actually in the end was probably the sensible thing to do in the beginning, even though yes. she was adamant she wanted them yes. done, would have been to yeah. just cover them as they were so they could have been cut yeah. and then make a dummy cake that looked like it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what she got effectively. Yeah. In the yeah. end. But I guess if you're just covering them so they can be cut, they don't need to be covered and square they just no. need to be covered as they are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very very true um, yeah so yeah that was that was my um very very horrific uh cake nightmare although oh. thankfully not my cake yeah just yeah. trying to help someone else to rectify it but I don't think I've had any other kind of disaster me personally had any other disasters I did have one lady who wanted um like an eight inch tall cake yeah and she had uh it it didn't look right but you know the customer wants as in one tier that's eight inches tall one tier yeah but it was um I think it was I think it was like an eight inch eight inch round by eight inch six six to eight inches deep it was a big slab of a cake yeah. Like you, it was like the hottest day of the year. Mm. And I remember this. Um, and there was a, a, a tiny little Tinkerbell, plastic Tinkerbell on top, which is why it just didn't work. <laughs> um, and then she she wanted to come and pick it up and put it in a push chair to take home. <laughs> and I, you know, we're like, no. <laughs> just no. And I'd done all like royalized kind of lattice type work all the way around it and stuff. Yeah. And um, she came the following day to pick it up with her husband, I think it was, for which she she took it home and it was on the dining room table all night. And I'd obviously, I'd dowed it and I'd boarded it and stuff. So it was all yeah. done. So it would be fine. But then they drove it in the car from Gravesend to Maidstone. So probably okay, about 15, 20, no, but it was really, really hot day. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I did tell them to put air conditioning on and stuff. Uh, but I think <laughs> they left it in the car when they went into the venue. Okay. Um, to get stuff sorted. Then came back to carry it in. Well, of course, their cake was now very, very hot. Yes. And obviously, I mean, I don't know how they carried it because I wasn't there. But for somebody that wanted to put the cake in a pushchair... I'm kind of <laughs> not hopeful. No, and, and it it wasn't. It couldn't have been carried straight. There is no way because it had slipped back, yeah. and there were handprints in the sides. And it obviously mm. it couldn't take the heat and the you know how it was all kind of handled. Yeah, and and they didn't even contact me on the day. No, the Thursday after mm. they decided to email me with photos t- telling me that the cake wasn't done properly. Right. The cake was done properly. Why does it take you the four days Yeah, to contact someone? You ring me that day. Surely if something's gone wrong, you ring someone that day and say, oh, you know, I've done this. Yeah. Oh, this has happened. Can you help? That was my only, um, I want to say complaint, <laughs> really. <Yeah. laughs> As a result of 
well, it's not really, as a result of hot weather and mishandling. Yeah. Which is why I just kind of think it's just so important to yeah. like, tell everybody, carry your cake flat, don't leave it in the car. I've had a complaint like that because of hot really? weather. Yeah, so I'd made this cake and I'd said to them, look, you want to pick it up so much earlier than your event that it's not really going to be good for much longer than the day of the party. Basically, they wanted to pick it up five days before. Five days? Yeah. I mean, the what I bake normally lasts for two weeks, but it was super hot. I was like, yeah. you need to keep this cool. You need to keep it yeah. somewhere cool. I've baked it. I've put it in the freezer overnight. Do you know what I mean? I've kept it as cool as I can. Yeah. You need to keep it cool. Well, they kept it in a conservatory. Oh, no. For a week. And then we're like, it's mouldy. Well, of course it's mouldy. Oh. It's been in the sun for five days. Oh. <laughs> oh, my life. <laughs> if you leave any food in your conservatory that's not like crisps, will go mouldy yeah. in a week. <laughs> <laughs> what possesses some people sometimes? I know. And this is this was, again, like the height of the summer in August. And it was like oh. over 30 degrees every single day. So that conservatory must have been like an oven. I'm surprised the cake didn't dry out rather than go mouldy. But... <laughs> Was it was it all iced and everything? Yeah, it was completely iced and decorated. Oh my life. Yeah. Well, that wasn't really how I told you to keep it, was it? It beggars belief sometimes. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I send over my terms and conditions and I have a sheet that goes out with how you should carry said cake. It yeah. makes me laugh as well. I always tell them to come with an empty boot space. Yes. So that you can put your cake in the boot. Travel it flat in the boot. Yeah. And the yeah. amount of times that I've had to wait for people to unload the push chair, the, oh, <laughs> the yes. luggage. Yep. I've had that. I've had someone come, because I don't ever set up my wedding cakes. I let people pick them up. So I'm quite yep. happy that they're stacked well, that I'll only make them a size that you can travel. And this one was three separate tiers. So I was like, yeah, this is no problem at all. Yeah. I don't think she'd realise quite how much room three separate tiers might take up. <laughs> and we spent about... 40 minutes trying to rearrange her two children, push chairs, all sorts of things in the car to fit in three cake boxes. You can't stack them. They can't go on top of each other. Yeah, that happens at the venue. Yeah, not in the box. But we, in the, I think in the end, we had to like put a load of children's clothes on the front seat to build it up to being level. Oh, we've got some of the stuff and then put one on the front seat and strap it in. And then one was in the footwell. And I think the other one was in the boot with like surrounded by buggies. Oh. But it was all fine. It was all fine. Yeah, it really <laughs> makes me nervous when I, I tell people that, you know, you travel it flat. Yeah. Maybe, you know, just butt it up against something to stop it sliding. Or I give them a yeah. piece of um, non-slip mat. To put underneath. That's what I always use. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a friend who'd picked up a wedding cake. There was a three-tier one and it was a small three-tier cake. Like the top tier was four inches. It wasn't okay, big. Okay, yeah. There wasn't a lot of cake, really, and it was quite small, quite light. And um, she had it in the car, and her dad had picked her up, and they got it in the car fine, and, you know, what have you. And on the way home, he did an emergency stop. Oh, she no. like, Dad, the cake! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it was fine. Was but it? she was like, oh, my God, I was so scared. <laughs> Do you know what I want to know? I, I, have you seen? I can't remember what it's called. There's a there's a a cake box that has a metal rod that goes straight through. 
Yes. Your cake. Yeah. Is it American? Oh, not the cake box. It's the cake board, isn't it? That has the dowel that goes all the way through. Oh, no, I've seen something that it attaches all the way through from the bottom of the box, all the way through the cake to the oh. top of the box. Oh. And I can't for the life of me think of what it's called, but it's in a Perspex box and there's a video of this woman taking this cake from the kitchen in the boot of her car shoving it on a trolley yeah. so it's at like at a 45 degree angle and she carts it all the way through the venue yeah. and it's absolutely fantastic when it reaches the other end she pulls out this um great big rod out the center and then oh god <coughs> have a drink <laughs> she puts a yeah i'll have to get one in a minute <coughs> she puts like a buttercream swirl on the top job oh. done I'll have to find it. Wow. It scares the living daylights out of me. I've bought the boards that have the dowel that go all the way through. I've done that before for bigger wedding cakes that have been stacked. Okay. So do you have to put your own um, hole through the cake boards then? They come with the cake boards with a hole in them. Oh, do they? Yeah, you order a kit and it will have the cake drum. It will have the dowel. It will have three cake boards with holes in the middle. Oh, okay. Cake cards, the thick cards with holes in the middle. That's good for people that are picking up a three-tier cake that they can't put together themselves, that they have to travel with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Particularly if it's bigger. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've always doweled in the old traditional sense of doweling. Yeah, and obviously, obviously you dowel as well, but <laughs> this just kind of stops it all falling, doesn't it? It keeps it in place. It does, yeah. Do you want to go and get a drink and then we'll do our ones to watch? Should we do that? Yes. I'll be back in a second. Okay. Are you recovered, Sam? You've got your drink. I've got my drink. I'm all recovered. I'm ready to do the ones to watch. Fantastic. So do you want to get in with yours before you have another little coughing fit? Oh, yeah. I'll just cough over yours then, shall I? Perfect. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> okay. So my one to watch uh, this month is Kabilova Cake. So she is K-A-B-I-L-O-V-A underscore cake she she does the most stunning kind of uh, models they're like um i want to say they're like dolls that you would have found they almost have like a bit of a an age to them does that make sense does a, a children's doll i can't that's how i envisage some of the the things that she does um it's uh, do you mean like the little the little figures the little, that she some does. of them are a bit brat dolls but some of them are a bit more like the kind of china figurines that's the, yeah that that's get. kind of where i'm yeah that's where i'm kind of <laughs> good job you understand me erica <laughs> <laughs> but her cakes they tell a story mm. there's a a whole there's a whole scene yeah it is it is a scene isn't it completely so there's one that's like a mushroom with a little figure on top and and there's a snail at the front and there's some uh, beautiful foliage and flowers around and oh it just really inspires me um so if you go back down some of her feed she's got oh what's that what's that program how to train your dinosaur type dragon a dragon how um, to train your dragon yeah that's oh yeah that's it <laughs> Who and who's got the kids here? <laughs> <laughs> but the the foliage and everything that surrounds it, and it's got kind of water pouring down. The the detail is amazing, 
and the dolls with the skirts and there's one here that's got like um those big old fashioned frilly pants <laughs> that that uh like victorian type bloomers <laughs> that's the <laughs> I'm going to hand it over to you. You've got all the words today. <laughs> Clearly, my coughing fit has just done me in. <laughs> the, uh, but she's got, like, lovely ringlets. The detail on the box is even, like, little faded-out stencil work. I just adore the work that she does. Yeah, and... I like how she puts them together because I think where you say that they're like a picture, I think it's because yeah. she used this... this sides of the cake quite a lot to make a frame for what's at the top so a lot of her more recent cakes they've got stuff on the sides of them a bit like a swag but not going across it kind of goes from the top corner to just a little bit further in and they'll be made up of little bubbles or flowers or something like that and it just kind of frames what's on the cake really nicely and draws your attention to the right places I keep finding more and more. If you scroll down, she's got like uh, two dancers in uh, traditional costume. I assume they're traditional costume, but they're just stunning. Yeah. And they're like mirror in on, oh, yeah. on a red cake. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I think that the only way you can appreciate it is go and check her out. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. because I'm kind of lost for words when I look at her stuff. Um even even down to oh my goodness the little fingers that she's got on the doll's hands oh she's done a beautiful bride and groom but there's a real variety of of stuff it's the figures i think that I absolutely adore um and the fact that she she kind of frames them around these beautiful settings her, her modeling's great but i think it's the way she puts things together that's unusually good yeah yeah i really like her work do we have her name? Oh, I think it's Anna. I was going to say maybe Anna. Anna Kabnova. Kab- maybe maybe Kabalova. Maybe that's why it's Kabalova maybe. cake. I don't know. It could be. It's, it's not written in English, so... No. So we'll go with that. Yeah. But absolutely, absolutely beautiful work. So that's Kabalova underscore cake. Can I just say, if you scroll down quite a long way, she's got some fantastic dinosaurs on there as well. Oh, is she? Really, really great. Really good, like Jurassic Park type of dinosaurs, not cute dinosaurs. Past the flamingo. Keep going. Past the cockatoo. Keep going. (gasps) (laughs) So you're going to hear me go, oh, I've come to them. You got the dinosaurs. Oh, my life. They're incredible. They look like they're um, plastic figures out of a shop yeah they look like children's toys that you'd buy from a film (laughs) wow yeah oh yeah okay (laughs) i'm in awe of uh yeah never thought i'd really kind of like dinosaurs but they are truly something else aren't they really good yeah Oh no, Erica's got to stop now because I know. Well, I'll tell <laughs> she you. She does classes. She does classes. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm> getting excited. <laughs> she does classes. Okay. Sadly, I'm not going to travel to Moscow to do it. Well, you oh. never know, Sam. She might come over here, what? or she might do things online. Oh gosh, yeah, she might do. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Yes. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to move it over to you now, Erica. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my one to watch is Kyong's Cakes and Crafts. That's spelled K Y O N G S underscore C A K E S N C R A F T S. 
And this is Kyung Bell. And she is, I believe, in America. I'm not sure where. Um, she has a massive range of skills. She's got an Etsy shop where she designs and sells cake and sweetie themed t-shirts and hats she has a youtube channel where she does sugar craft tutorials which are really really nice and really good and interesting and she's also obviously got her instagram page which is what i'm looking at at the minute and this has got loads of at the moment she's done loads of little reels and are they reels or videos I think I think they're videos rather than reels, so they're a little bit longer, but they're tutorials. At the moment, she's doing a lot of patterned paste. So mm. her theme seems to be food-themed, like macaroons and cupcakes and donuts and like fruit slices, that kind of thing. So she's done a cake that's covered in little watermelon slices. She's done fried mm. eggs. She's done um, a zebra print, which is not food. I understand that. But... <laughs> <laughs> close yeah nearly um but then as you scroll down the theme kind of changes so at the moment she's kind of experimenting with pattern pace and then there was a little phase probably more during lockdown where she was focusing more on her etsy shop and the stuff she's designed on there which is really really cute and then a bit further down there's a load of painted cakes and like buttercream ones her painting's Mm. exceptional and her drawing skills are obviously great because she designs her own clothing line Yeah, they're really inspiring. She does that amazing uh, on a YouTube video um, calligraphy on the side of uh, on the side of buttercream. Is it a buttercream? Yeah, yeah. That looks amazing. Yeah, her YouTube tutorials I think are actually really good. They're all the kind of things that I would want to watch. So she's got a Mm. really nice gender reveal cake, but it's a very kind of I want to say almost like Art Deco building shapes, very kind of structural and bright colours and. I'm not making sure. a lot of sense, but it's a very arty, <laughs> arty style cake as opposed to a themed cake. Yeah. With pinks and blues, she's got how to do things with ganache, including flowers in ganache. Um, she's got painting on there. She's got modelling on there. It And it, I really like the way that it's been filmed. We were discussing this before we started recording. Oh, yeah. The way she films is really good because she's got more than one view. She's got three different views of what she's doing and you don't see the whole thing. So you see the key parts and then there'll be little sort of photos that will have little animated graphics coming on explaining how bits are done and labelling things. So it is edited really, really nicely as well to make it Mm. interesting to watch. So you get what's going on and you see enough of what's happening, but without having to you know see and watch someone mix buttercream that sort of thing yes (laughs) but I really really love her stuff I love her I love her just the general aesthetic of the stuff she makes it's it it really appeals to me it's quite modern and bright and bold and lots of clean lines I really 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 like her little designs that she's drawn that she uses on her bags and t-shirts and hats and stuff yeah yeah She's got a really, really good tutorial on on YouTube um, making a pretty floral cake. She's done it for Mother's Day, mm. but she's obviously... I'm not going to press it because I'll end up making such a racket. <laughs> um, but, she's, but it looks like the cake's been airbrushed and then she's just using water to 
like paint off, bring off the colour. Ah, yes, I watched a bit of that. Yeah, so all that the, looks really good. Yeah, I think this is what I like about her YouTube is that she's not just kind of gone with a theme and gone, I'm just going to do loads of models on YouTube or I'm just going to do loads of flowers on YouTube. She's done lots yeah. of different techniques and they're techniques that you wouldn't necessarily know by looking at the cake, how it was done. Yeah. They're really useful. So you can kind of take that away and make it yourself. And they're very different as yeah, well. Yeah, they're they? all very different. That's what I really like about it. Like there's a ganache birdhouse cake that she's carved. Um, there's all sorts of things and they're all really great. They're well worth a watch. Check out her YouTube, check out her Etsy shop, maybe buy yourself a t-shirt if you fancy ordering from America, Um, or if you're (laughs) a bit more local, why not? But yeah, give her a watch, because I think her stuff is fantastic. No, I totally agree with you. I have to turn it off now, because otherwise it's going to start making a noise. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, I think um, that's it for this month, isn't it? I think so. Oh, yes. So thanks, everyone, for listening again. We'd love it if you'd leave us a review anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Five stars, preferably. That would be lovely. Thank you very much. Um, We'll link the things that we've mentioned in the show notes below. You can follow us on Instagram at the Sugarcraft Junkies, where we'll be posting pictures of everything that we've talked about, or most stuff. And we'll be back on the 14th of July when we're talking cookies and biscuits. So we'll speak to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.